Welcome to the Parenting Unique Children podcast with your hosts, Randy and Renata. Hello, everybody. Hi. So I know it's been a while. Sorry. <laughs> um, but life gets turned upside down. So little update. I'm now grandma. Yes. Very exciting and weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's not what we're going to talk about, but just update everybody. And now we are in 2020, officially. Yes, yep. So today, we're going to talk about sleep. And I know we've talked about sleep in the past, but it's a big issue that comes up again and again and again. Yeah, fairly regularly. On, you know, like on every like night. Rotating. Yeah. Right, right now, <laughs> we're both in the same uh, schedule with our kids. Yeah. Which is why we thought it's a good topic to talk about, because neither of our kids are sleeping when they should be at night. Right. So first we're going to talk about our experience, of course, and then we're going to give some tips that um, we have found and just kind of go from there. Yeah. Short and sweet today. Mm-hmm. So like we said, our kids are not sleeping at night. So um, my daughter is up pretty much all night not long and going to bed around five or six in the morning. Uh, my son is up um, more than he's sleeping, but he's... Like, for example, this morning, I think he went to sleep at 11-ish. So he'll be in bed until 6, 30, 7. So he still is getting 7 to 8 hours of sleep. He is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for for T, she's only doing about 5 hours of sleep, which makes it even harder. Because every time we think that she has gotten back on track, she'll only sleep for 5 hours. So she'll if she falls asleep at, say, 9 o'clock at night, we're like, okay, awesome, you're asleep at a bedtime she'll be up in the middle of the night yeah she's yeah. up at two in the morning yeah and then it throws it all off so that's been a real struggle yeah. when and it's not like she's groggy either like she wakes up five hours of sleep and is wide good awake. to go yeah yeah so that's been a struggle yeah yeah so what are some things that you've tried well i'm not with emery all the time so um, I don't know what happens when he's at his dad's, but things that I've tried with him are just, you know, your <laughs> standard, don't, no, no screens. Mm-hmm. For him, it's a couple of hours before bedtime. I try to limit screens, but it's really difficult. Um, no sugar, no caffeine, whatever. Well, that's um, the worst. Tisha loves having a coffee at night. And I took it and I had to hide it. Yeah. 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 Then it's a yelling fit. But I hide it. Yeah. I mean, our kids are headstrong and they do things their own way. And we know that. Yeah. So it's just, it's just been difficult. The kind of little tips and tricks that you try on yourself just don't work with the kids. <laughs> no. So I know for some kids, melatonin works really well. I've done it for myself when I can't fall asleep and it works. It's never worked for mine. It doesn't for work Tisha. for uh, nope. my son either. There nope. you go. Nope. Yep. Um, but I know it does work for some, like I said, it works for me, but it doesn't work for her. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that we've tried is like have a bath before bed. Yeah. And she's just more wide awake. (laughs) Yeah. Even putting lavender. Uh, So lavender is supposed to be something that soothes you. Yeah. So lavender bubbles in it and she's more wide awake. Yeah. Yeah. I tried all that with my son too. That's hilarious that you should say that. Um, um, so some of the things that are on, so we're on WebMD. Mm-hmm. Um, for some some sleep information. And one of the things that they say is to sleep in a comfortable bed in a dark and quiet room. Which 
Sure. Should work. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I I have a very comfortable bed, mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. I have to have it completely pitch black and completely silent. And I sleep like a baby. I wish. My daughter, however, the one that does have ADHD and autism and, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. podcast is kind of about, mm-hmm. um, sleeps with her bedroom light on and headphones blaring music. Yeah, I don't know how, but or I mean, she can't sleep. Works works for her, right? Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is not to say that what WebMD is saying is wrong by no means, but take things that you find online with a grain of salt, right? So like I said, melatonin does work for some kids. It works for me. If you think that it might work for your kid, great, try it. They've got different kinds of doses. If you think that turning the lights off and making it super quiet is going to work for your kid, great, try it right you got to try different things that's kind of the point that we want to promote is that you need to try various strategies it's yeah there's no shortcut unfortunately i wish that there was but for example i mean it's trial and error right exactly for my son he needs he can't have a light an overhead light on but he needs a light on somewhere in the room and he needs white noise so it's is it a fan is it one of those noise makers or is it um music in his headphones he does he needs he needs something to block out Almost like he's blocking out real life noises. Yeah, I think for for Tisha, it's like she's blocking out the anxiety. Yeah. So when it's quiet, she always says, what was that noise? Right. So she hears every little creak and squeak and all of that. And I mean, we have cats that run around the house. Maybe it's that for him, too. That's interesting. Okay. No, there you go. I hadn't thought of that. So for her, yeah, it's the anxiety of anxiety of not knowing where a sound is coming from. Yeah. Then she can't sleep. Because her brain always goes to the worst case scenario right. of somebody's breaking the house. So does mine. And so when, when Tisha and I have conversations, oftentimes I totally know where she's coming from because uh, that's how I think. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, maybe Emery is blocking out some of that anxiety. Yeah. yeah. I, hadn't, I hadn't thought of it. But yeah. yeah. Um, so don't just assume your kid is being a pain in the butt. Yeah. Right. So even though you're exhausted and... and- <sighs> Yeah, so and you want to yell because you're you're just mad. Yeah, you're just so tired <laughs> that you just don't have the energy to keep going. We we've been there. Yeah, just trying to remember they're not doing it on purpose. No, so yeah, sometimes quiet, sometimes noise. You have to find out what's going to work for them. And if you're not sure, and they are verbal, then talk to them. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I would have never known before when Tisha would go to sleep and say, "I need my music." Of course, I'd go, "No, it has to be quiet. You need to go to sleep." Right? Like it has to be quiet. Because I was raised with bedtime equals quiet. Yeah. But she falls asleep so much better with music. Yeah. Like, so she's got Bluetooth headphones. Yeah. And when I say blaring, like, it's it's far too loud and I need to tell her to turn it down because I should not hear her music when I'm not wearing the headphones. <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's for her, it's that blocking out, blocking out what the brain is thinking. Yes. And that's yeah. why she sleeps with the light on as well. So mm-hmm. we've gotten to the point now that a lot of times she can sleep with the big light off and just her lamp on. Yeah. So not a little nightlight, like it's still a pretty bright lamp. But there, when she was younger, she had the lamp literally pointed in her face. Isn't that funny? That is so, it seems like counterintuitive. It does. Which we've said in the past about many other things, but mm-hmm. it's what works for her. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of what we want to do. Just make sure everybody understands is that what what typically works doesn't always, so you may need to think of strategies outside the box. Yeah. Like pointing the light in the face. And mix and like blend the yes. stuff that you'll hear or read about with what works for you and Ex- your child. Exactly. And don't think that because you're not doing what the experts say um, that you're doing anything wrong. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. doing what works for your house, 
and your kids. And only you know what that is. Exactly. Yeah. So we just wanted to make it short and sweet. I really get the point that even if sleep is an issue, mm-hmm. there is different strategies that aren't always the typical ones. Think outside of the box. And um, a quick aside, take care of yourself. Um, Our children are at the ages now where I can say to my son, like, I cannot function. Yes. Because my son wants me, like, right near him when he can't sleep. Yeah. I cannot function if you don't let me sleep. Yes. We can have those frank, candid conversations now. You have to take care of yourself or you're just not going to be good for anybody. That's such a good point. Actually, when we were walking the dogs, me and my husband walking the dogs this morning, that's what we said. So with having the grandbaby right now, he's teething. So he's up all night long. And we were saying, we have worked long and hard to have the teenagers to the Mm -hmm. point that I can say, I am so exhausted. Mm -hmm. You need, if you have, if you can't sleep you're going to stay in your bedroom mm-hmm. because I I have to sleep because I remember yeah. when yeah. she first started being up all night and I would be on the couch outside of her room awake as much as I possibly could yeah. sleeping maybe half an hour wake up check on her and then passing out again for another 45 yeah. minutes waking up checking on her you know so it's tough do what works for you and try different things mm-hmm. anything else? no I think just remember to take care of yourself alright bye bye